Alright, cretins, you're good to go. Okay, thank you. Hi, everybody! Hello and welcome to Nerds of the Night. I'm gonna escape. Was I supposed to do ghosts with you? I don't know. That's fair. No, we're all ghosts. We're ghost. It's ghost. But it's spelled ghost. 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 I will flip your chair. Okay, ghost. Ghost. Anyways. It's ghost. I mean, Jade. <laughs> You're just gonna find new ways of saying your name. Well, just no. throughout. Well, when I was younger, I had a like Watch a. It, you'll be canceled on Twitter. That's fair. Uh, when I was younger, I had a really bad temper, and none of my friends. Uh-huh. Really? We well, my quote-unquote friends. We have our Hansel here. Yeah. Our bee Hansel. Because he's beautiful. Anyway, uh, lots of bee puns today. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, they would call me, they would call me Jihad, really? which is like, God of War, and I was like, uh, this is what they thought, and I was like, oh, okay, well, anyway, so, and we can move on. So, just a few things before we get into our rants, and then what we plan on talking about today. Before we yeah. getting. Exactly. Before we getting. Because I just mash all my words together. Boop. You mash them together and I slur them to where we end up with jokes like nude community instead of nerd community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, just a little heads up. Uh, there is a spoiler warning in here because I will be talking about the entire storyline of the Resident Evil video games. Gasp. So, if you... Uh, would like to continue, go ahead, but it's just a forewarning, just in case you haven't played them yet and plan on playing them, but... If you stay and you listen, you cannot complain about spoilers, because we are going to spoil the entire thing. The entire. And I will not feel bad, and I'll sit there and I will laugh at you very <laughs> mercilessly, because... It's your own dang fault. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, um, we um, have officially launched our Patreon. Woo! So if you want to subscribe to us, that Do would it. be awesome. Do it. It'll help us. Give me your money. <laughs> because it'll help us get new equipment, especially for upcoming shows, because... This summer, um, we do plan on, with one of our recordings, being at Black Hills Con. Yeah! Yeah! So we'll... Rude. <laughs> so we will have a live audience there, and we need stuff to make it sound good. Um, I know we also want to eventually 
some at some point launch t-shirts and other merch for you guys um so as and especially like well we're still trying to figure out like special deals we can give you because i know with a lot of patreons um if you are a patreon of a certain amount then there's usually special episodes so we can get more episodes in and everything or at least do our best and everything i keep i'm saying everything a lot yeah everything 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 is awesome (laughs) everything is awesome (coughs) but anyways and then of course everything is cool when you're part of a team and then of of course when we actually do get t-shirts if you subscribe for a certain amount you will get a discount on that i don't know how much it will be because again we're new but so the way patreon works because i clearly that's insane don't. um the way patreon works is if you subscribe at a certain dollar amount so for example one dollar tier subscribers would get access to any extra episodes or bloopers that we film while recording for uh, nerds of the night um higher tier subscriptions get higher tier rewards say five dollar tier subscribers get their name shouted out at the end of the credits ten dollar tier subscribers get maybe a free t-shirt in the mail at the beginning and then they get the rest of the rewards as well so on and so forth so it's just a matter of what we just what we figure out and what the community wants for rewards yeah 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 well it will definitely help us give you a lot more content yeah information from your local financial financial advisor thank you mm-hmm. i don't know it's uh, okay it's, it's in my nightstand okay. first drawer don't do anything to my stuff it's my island Still, you gave it to me. It's my island. You still gave it to me. I'm going to dig up all the trees. <laughs> no. I need those trees. Just the shouting. Yeah, the shouting. It goes from, like, little bits of talking to, like, half of the thing is covered in the blue from the vocal waves because shouting. Yeah. And honestly, and I know he can hear us, I don't care what he says, we will eventually get the shirt where it's just us in goblin form, standing backs to each other with just a censor over <laughs> us. Because yeah. it's just an ongoing joke and joke. everything, and people who listen to it um, whenever, then they'll get it. And honestly, I would wear that shirt. I would too. Just, we need to find out we need to get them versions of ourselves. We, we need to make them before BHC so that we can wear them to BHC. Yes! <laughs> we, need, we, we are definitely going to do that. We're yeah. just... Well, because next year at BHC, I really only plan on doing two cosplays mm-hmm. anyway. Because I want to do Jade for Mortal Kombat. That I will have done. I will do it. I You've have to. done! Uh, and then the second one, uh, I haven't decided yet who I want it to be. I think I had an idea of who I wanted to be. I did what I always do and I forgot. <laughs> but um, with that being said, like, there's an entire third day in there, you know, that mm-hmm. I won't be cosplaying. 
And if I'm not cosplaying, I'm gonna want to be, you know, probably advertising either my YouTube. I'll probably be changing different T-shirts that day. Actually, going between my YouTube channel um, T-shirt, which I need to start working on that channel so much more, but I don't have like the resources so i've got to work or on just that. the energy for it yeah, well i have the energy for it i just don't have the, the internet at my house i don't um, have any yeah. internet at my house that, so. that's kind of important to have <laughs> yeah and so i have to save all of my videos onto my phone which has like no space oh and then trying to do video editor on my computer it's um it's a lot it's like a I can't say the specific brand because I'm going to trash talk it a little bit, but it's a laptop, but it sucks. So <laughs> it, um, it won't let me like mat merge any videos that I haven't recorded on that computer. Mm. And then on top of that, it won't let me delete anything, like any of the videos off like, of that why? computer. And it's like, I, I just, and maybe I'm just misunderstanding how it works, but it's very confusing. So, but, um, so I need to figure out how to do all of that. I mean, I have my boyfriend for that, but, cause he's my, my techie guy. So you've got your techie husband, yeah. I've got my techie boyfriend and between the two of them, you know, we just got They'll a lot of stuff. Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, so I'll be going between my YouTube channel t-shirt our podcast t-shirt, probably uh, my cons t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> just like changing just different... all of them. Yeah, everyone just like every 10 minutes, were you just wearing a different t-shirt as I rip that t-shirt off to reveal another t-shirt? <laughs> just like 50 layers and everything. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta get going. It's time to go do this other thing now. <laughs> I mean, speaking of con, well, by the time this episode comes out, it'll have all passed but oh my gosh this weekend oh oh my gosh it's just utter chaos for both of us (laughs) for friday for me i have my first of the mini halloween drag shows and i believe i am opening for this one luckily this one is just two numbers um but my first one is Cry Little Sister um, from the Lost Boys movie. Oh, nice. And so I'm putting together, like, a vampire look. Oh, I like it. And then my second number will be Can't Be Erased, um, which is a song for Bindi and the Ink Machine. Oh, nice. So I have to make the Bindi mask, but it's pretty much going to be Sammy, so just, like, oil-like makeup for it, mm-hmm. so it's, and then, of course, Saturday is the first day of Minicon. Minicon! It is here! Yeah. I am so excited and so anxious. Yeah. Every time someone messages me with a problem now, as it is the week of, I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity for this at the moment. Because <laughs> this I'm is like, just, yeah, it's just the biggest that Minicon has been. Like, I remember when you first did it, it was pretty much just a gathering thing with, like, cosplay 
tips and tricks and other things mm-hmm. well, at the library. Yeah, the first time we met for, well, with it being named Minicon, I had one previous event. It was, it was so cringy, and I hate thinking about it, but it's called. it was called Anime Activity Day. Yeah. I cringed so hard every time I even just think about that event. But it is what got my start. Mm-hmm. But, and that was when I was 14. So I, I tell everyone that I started running events when I was 15, but really I started when I was 14, because it was like right before my birthday, but I was planning it before then. Um, but yeah, it really was just, we only had the two character panels. Yeah. The art contest. And I tried doing a cosplay contest, but because we only had like five people there, it didn't yeah. really work out. But it was so small. And now I just had someone tell me that, because they go to a college nearby, mm-hmm. and they told me they have, they know of like 50 people that were talking to them about wanting to go to Minicon. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, okay, if that's from that one college, and we've got a lot of stuff around here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'm prepared for, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll be, I'm, I'm prepared for it to be as small as 50 people and then I'm for both days, but then I'm also prepared for it to be, um, as large as up to probably 250 to 300 people. But my mental capacity is like if it gets much bigger than that i might have to go outside hyperventilate for a little bit and then go back inside (laughs) um just move everyone outside it's like we need a bigger event center yeah just last minute okay we're changing the venue Mm -hmm. just kidding no i will not do that i'm sorry (laughs) but oh i'm excited but i'm so scared but i'm excited and I mean, the place that it's at, it's at the Cave Collective, and that is such a chill area. The people there are great games. What? Really? Halsey, this is... Are you going to join us? Halsey is coming here to tell us we're being too loud. She needs her nap time, and... No, she just wants out. Oh, yeah. She's like, born to be wild. Take your daughter. Don't you ever talk to me or my daughter ever again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. We've got a lot of stuff going on. I'm really mm-hmm. scared, but I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully next year. I mean, unfortunately, this is the last year I can actually help be here for the event. Because next year I'm going to be going to college, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um. But hopefully next year we'll be... Maybe even a little bit bigger. Next year, it's someone else's problem. Yeah, next year, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I'll kind of still be, as a founder of the event, I'll still be tied into it a little bit. Yeah. But I was trying to explain to people as much as I want to help it, because it's my baby, and Mm -hmm. I really, really, really want to help keep it alive. But it's like, you've got all these little steps they get you to the bigger steps and mm-hmm. those bigger steps get you to the even bigger steps well this was my first big step minicon was 
now I need to move on to my next bigger steps and that includes college and with how stressed out I'm going to be with those bigger steps I can't hold on to these I you know smaller bigger steps you know what I mean mm-hmm and, I mean, that's a complicated way of explaining it, but I'm a complicated person, so... I feel like a lot of people will be stressed out with things um, once you actually head off to college. Because, of course, you have the mini-con and then the Rapid City cosplayers. Yes, um, which I'm trying to plan stuff for that as well. Like, uh, we're going to be doing... So we've got mini-con coming up, of course. And then I'm wanting to do a cosplay ice skating day. Yes, which, that'll be fun. Which I'm really hoping... I mean, I wanted to be able to rent out the venue, but that costs like $200. And I mean, we could do the fundraising for it, but with how much work I put into Minicon already with fundraising, I don't really want to do more. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I was like... I mean, uh, we can put like a little donation jar at Minicon and just... We could for Rapid City Cosplay Expo. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, to help out with their mm-hmm. events, which pretty much just add, allows us to do more events throughout the year because uh, just that gap in between mm-hmm. con that whole year yeah. is just like, no! Well, well, that's why I started Minicon in the first place is because we had the bigger con. We had Sodok Con. Mm-hmm. And... My very first time going to convention, I was only there for one day, and not even the full day. And um, four months later, I was like, how long has it been since that event? And I look at, like, the dates, and I was like, no. Yeah. No. I don't want to have to wait that long. No, not another eight months. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to create a smaller event that can, and that, you know, that's, there we go. That, that was Minicons, you know, well, anime, Day. Yeah, <laughs> that was that, that was the beginning of my my planning. nerd heart. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, but still, there's still even though we've got two big events, there's still like those gaps. Yeah. Um. So then, BHC and I are going to, or and Minicon are going to be working together to make a, and this isn't officially like being advertised yet but we are trying and thinking about doing a cosplay fashion show so all of the local cosplay designers that make their cosplays are going to uh hopefully model off the cosplays that they've made and we can even it doesn't even have to be like someone who sells their cosplay it can be just okay hey i've made this Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like Uh, The equivalent of a cosplay competition, except nobody wins at the end, and everybody can show off more than one Mm -hmm. um, for, you know, a certain time slot. We're we're still working on it, but... Just to have multiple models. Yeah. Well, because, like, I had a few ideas. I'm... Because I'm getting into making cosplay. Yeah. I kind of want to make a um, Jessica Rabbit, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you've seen Princess Jellyfish, but the main dress that Kuranosuke wears. Uh, I want to make that, if I can. And a few others. I've got a few ideas. Whether I actually get to them or not, we'll see. But, I mean, I would need models. That would probably be my biggest issue. I can be a model. I believe in you. 
Uh, I mean, we have the... Put my ass in a tutu, I'll do it. <laughs> this is... This, um, in my mind, I'm just thinking, it's like, this is why we do a podcast, because... In my mind, I'm just like, I'm not pretty enough for you two. <laughs> because, well, other than the, of course, the extremely creative people and everything like that, a lot of the big ones, it's like, yeah, their channels are great, but they're also attractive. Yeah. So it's like, mm, I can't do that. I'd have to make up my face every time, and I don't have the... mental capacity for that she lies she is absolutely beautiful anyway um well, but people at the cage think it's Louis Phillips well so you can't really hide from that yeah all the people think she's cute and adorable and pretty pretty um, see for the people who don't actually know me in person and they're just you know fans of us on they like our facebook page everything like that Go like the Facebook page. We're getting up there. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> but the only picture they have actually seen of me, I am purple. Yeah. Like that. You're purple, and then I've got like this weird scowl on my face. Just like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I do not look like that in person. Sorry, I don't have purple skin. I know. That's Debbie. very that's very disappointing. Yeah, but... it is. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does. He's Thanos. Purple-skinned beast from the third dimension, named. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I. Oh yeah, so yeah, we've got different events going yeah. on between cons because I know we've got other stuff, and then we've also got like SuperCon just happened, which is in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to Colorado Springs Comic Con. Which they're already planning for that. Again, I'm looking into yes. hotels, and they announced their dates, and they're releasing tickets soon and announcing guests soon. I'm just like, I'm not prepared! I don't even know what I'm going to do! I am desperately wanting next year, because usually I go down with my friends that I went with this year. Mm-hmm. Um but I really want to be able to stay for Sunday next year because I yeah. want to be able to be in the cosplay competition. Because with me running Minicon, I can't be in that cosplay competition. Especially yeah. this year because I'm judging it. Um, but then um, BHC, I want to go into it, but sometimes I feel like... Uh, I, I don't want people to feel like they're being biased if I did win something. Yeah. Because, um, I know that that is a big thing. That happens a lot. Like, some people will think it's like, oh, you, you're just doing that character because you know this judge loves that character and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's partially why I really want to do Jade from Mortal Kombat, because that's the one I want to go in next year as, is because mm-hmm. that's a character I love. Yeah. But I've never talked, other than talking about that I want to cosplay them, I've never talked to those people about that character. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping that I'll make it a little less, you know, but I know I'll still get a little bit of that. So I want to be able to go somewhere that I don't know anybody and I know that if I win anything, it's because I did an actual good job. Yeah. 
And, and that's not saying that I don't trust the people here, because I do, and I love them all. But I just, I know that it's really hard to not do that. Because when you know someone and you really like their cosplay and you know that character really well, um, it's natural to want to be like, oh, well, this person is the person that I want to win. Um, and I just, I don't want my other friends that are participating in that to feel like I'm doing that on purpose. Because I'm not. Um, and I... I can hear you. And I don't want people to, like, I don't want to lose yeah. friends over something like that. But we don't okay. need background noise. <laughs> That's fine. No. He's playing video games in the background. <laughs> but. Because we're, we're slowly getting up. Bam! Bam! Stop! Turn him down! No, I don't think it's actually showing up on there. It's just showing up with you saying, for him to stop. <laughs> those, those little blips right there. That was, that was, those showed up when you I'll were know talking. it. I'll know what's in there. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> it's one little blip. That's, that's, one little blip. That's the sound of me hitting the controller. The controller's louder than the blip. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, so we've got a lot of stuff going on, but yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. That's how this entire conversation started. I'm sorry. I do that <laughs> a lot. Um, it, I mean, it goes into just everything with mm -hmm. it going on. Because we have our rants. Because, again, I'm one of those where it's like, I enjoy the, the mini rants before the actual thing. Because then you definitely get to know the hosts a little more what their personality is like and it's mm -hmm. not just oh straight information it's like no we have a filler yeah yeah but yeah it's exciting and then i want to keep those like the t-shirts that i do get for different stuff yeah. because then when i go and i do move i can go to like emerald city con and i can wear the t-shirt to that convention and then when they're like what is that i can so be like promotion i can be like well you see in this distant land called south of dakota it doesn't exist it doesn't it doesn't or a figment <laughs> of your imagination <laughs> yep um there is this awesome podcast that happens and then there's also this awesome originating uh, YouTube channel and different conventions and blah 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 and I can go off on my entire rant and make them sit there and listen to me for hours on end like I am doing to you and now I am rambling and that is okay. Okay Ashley go ahead. Onwards! <laughs> we are getting in so once again if you didn't hear it in the beginning there is going to be a spoiler alert because I am talking about the storyline for Resident Evil, the video games, not the movies, mm. because honestly, there is in the beginning there, there was, was a, a difference. <laughs> there was a spoiler alert. Yes, there and was then, a spoiler. And then Ashley said, "It was for Resident Evil, the video games. It was good. <laughs> it was and good. it was good. <laughs> it was good. And okay. then he rest. <laughs> Anyways, and now um, I will shut up." 
so Resident Evil is, of course, a hugely popular horror thriller video game and movie resonating against, um, it's, of course, a zombie video game movie, um, and a lot of people are pulling up the whole, uh, Raccoon City, the, the symbol that it's just everywhere. It's like coincidence. I think not. Anyways, the Resident Evil video games have been around for, oh my gosh, probably almost 30 years. Definitely over 30 years because they came out in the 90s. Yes, we have a jug of blood in the backyard. Okay, Okay, I was like, is that you have blood on it? Why is there blood on the shoe, Ashley? (laughs) Just kidding, no. No reason. That was their last podcast partner. (laughs) Yes, it was. Isn't it funny how we're talking about Resident Evil? Yeah, whoa, interesting. Uh, Well, I gotta go, guys. Just kidding. (laughs) Jade, you want to see this neat experiment I found? No, thanks. I'm good. So, the Resident Evil video games came out in the 90s, and it was originally on the PlayStation. And now you can play it on almost anything. And, of course, a few months ago, I think it was May, Resident Evil came out, which is the latest one, Village. Um, A lot of people were not... Like, I enjoyed the game. I really did. A lot of people were just like, no, it went past the original horror content of zombies, but honestly, it ties in and you'll sort of figure out why it ties in. Okay, so before the games, while the resident, and I found this on, where did I find this? Um, it's an IGN article. So, Resident Evil, the story so far, and a lot of this article is more just the main games, not the actual filler games. Because, yes, Village is eight, but there's also, like, three other games as well as a mobile game. So, um, this specific article doesn't completely talk about the filler games, just the main storyline. Okay, so before the games, while the Resident Evil games don't begin chronologically until the late 90s, the events leading up to the first night in the Spencer Mansion actually brings us all the way back to this discovery of the progenitor virus. I'm not saying this. Progenitor virus. Yes, that in the 1960s. The three key figures most important to the early Resident Evil timelines are virologist Edward Ashford, James Marcus, and Oswald E. Spencer. The three men cultivated the progenitor virus from a rare West African flower called the Stairway to the Sun, eventually co-founding Umbrella Pharmaceuticals in 1968 to disguise the true nature of their endeavors, using their research to develop biological weapons. So the virus was 
created by them and then they made this entire company to try and cover up the fact that they made a zombie virus and they're creating biological weapons for it. During this time period of time, Spencer contracted architect George Trevor to design and construct the Spencer Mansion, the Gothic estate and secret umbrella laboratory that our heroes eventually stumble upon in the Arclay Mountains. Upon completion of the mansion in 1967, George wife's George's what? George's. <laughs> I'm getting frustrated when talking. That's okay. George's wife, Jessica, and daughter, Lisa, were abducted by Umbrella and subjected to tests for the progenitor virus. Over the course of Umbrella's research on Lisa Trevor, which spanned over a decade, Birkin would discover a mutant strain of progenitor eventually dubbed the G-Virus. If you're playing Resident Evil 2 for the first time, Birkin and the G-Virus are will be important names to remember. The same year Umbrella was founded, the company built the Umbrella Executive Training Center in the Arclay Mountains, which Dr. Marcus, Dr. Marcus reluctantly took over as director. The point, of, the point of this program was to train researchers to the highest ranks of Umbrella, but Dr. Marcus mostly used the position to focus on the progenitor virus research. Tensions bloomed between Marcus and Spencer in the 70s and 80s. Marcus grew suspicious of Spencer's intentions, which attempts to and attempts to steal his research and wish to overthrow him as head of Umbrella. In 1978, a year after student virologists William Birkin and Albert Wesker joined the facility training facility, Dr. Marcus had a major breakthrough. By combining progenitor with leech DNA, he was able to create the T-virus, a series of mutated progenitor strains which combined with Ebola RNA is capable of turning those infected into zombies. If you're new to Resident Evil, that's probably the most important one to remember. The same year, Spencer, unhappy with Marcus and seeking more control under over Umbrella's bioweapons efforts shut the training facility down and moved Wesker and Birkin to the arcade laboratory beneath Spencer Mansion. Marcus remained in the abandoned facility to continue his research in 1988. Wesker would assassinate Dr. Marcus on Spencer's orders and Birkin would begin research on the first tyrant. Birkin was on a roll. At this point, his G-virus re research had earned the approval of Spencer, who ordered construction on a massive umbrella laboratory underneath Raccoon City a few years later. In 1993, Birkin officially transferred his G-virus program, approved by Spencer, to the Raccoon City Underground Laboratory, or NEST. No idea what that stands for, but... RCU will, whatever. Umbrella's control over Raccoon City wasn't solely covert. The corporation not only funded major elements of the city, in fact, fast structure. Infrastructure? Inf <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
just have to hope sometimes with me it's worse. <laughs> the infrastructure. It's police chief Brian Hirons began receiving bribes from them in exchange for the silence over umbrellas. Elect illicit operations beneath the city. In 1996, the Raccoon City Police Department established STAR Special Tactics and Rescue Service Division headed by Wesker. And this is where the games begin. Long ago, back when in 1998, so this is Resident Evil Zero Umbrella Chronicles, the beginnings. In July 1998, the Umbrella-owned train. So this is the, uh, I want to say the third or fourth game that came out. But this one specifically takes place like 24 hours before Resident Evil 1. Mm. So the timeline for Resident Evil is just all over the place. Nothing is ever in order. It's just... Mm, it's not linear or anything. It's just a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey-wimey stuff. Nothing's ever in order. Anyways, in July 1998, the umbrella-owned train, the Ecliptic Express, comes under attack by a swarm of T-virus-infected leeches infecting everyone on board. Bravo Team Stars Officer Rebecca Chamber discovers the train after a team's helicopter crash lands on the way to investigating some grisly murders in the mountains outside Raccoon City. After meeting up with convict Billy Cohen, the pair end up at an abandoned facility used to train upcoming Umbrella execs. execs. At the facility, Rebecca and Billy discover that Dr. Marcus was responsible for the T-virus. During this period, Wesker and Birkin realize they can't contain the unleashed virus and Wesker decides to Umbrella Abandon Umbrella to join its rival company. He asks Bur Birkin to join him, but Birkin refuses in order to complete his G-virus research. Wesker tells Birkin of his plan to lure the STARS members into the mansion in order to use them as combat training test subjects. Birkin decides to blow up the facility. Rebecca meets up with her team captain in Rico Marini, who informs her of an old mansion where the rest of the Bravo teams are planning to mean, meet up. Meanwhile, Resker is confronted by S Colonel S Sergei Vladimir, Spencer's right-hand man and umbrella captain of the guard, who accuses him of screwing up and taking no responsibility for it. Vladimir sets a tyrant on Resker, but Resker is victorious. Rebecca and Billy are reunited and eventually meet up with Queen Leech, Queen Leech, Marcus's final experiments, who entered his body and reanimated it, imbuing itself with all of Marcus's knowledge and memories. After killing Queen Leech once and for all, the building self-destructs. 
After escaping, Rebecca gives Billy his freedom and heads towards the mansion to find her fellow star members. Wesker and Vladimir also head towards the mansion separately. So, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles Rebirth. On July 24th, 1998, the uh, STARS Alpha team is sent out to figure out what happened to the Bravo team. After landing, STARS member Joseph Ross is killed by a mutant dog, promoting pilot Brad Vickers to flee in... Oh, prompting! Why would they promote a pilot? Anyways. Promoting Brad Vickers. Prompting... Um, pilot Brad Tiffley in the helicopter. Jill Valentine, Chris Redfield, Albert Wesker, and Barry Burton make a mad dash to the mansion spot in the woods. Depending on which character you choose to control, either just either Jill or Chris spends the night exploring the mansion and discovering the fates of other star members and few dangerous secrets about the nature of the mansion. The Spencer Mansion, as it turns out. So yeah, for the first Resident Evil video game, you get the choice of who you want to play, and you get so you'll get different points of views, and you'll explore their stories. So either you play Jill, you find out the secrets, and pretty much find out that the Umbrella Corporation created the virus, and now they're just trying to get rid of them. Or you play as Chris, which I haven't gotten mm. to Chris's story. Enri- Enrico Marini um, tips off the player character that someone on Alpha Team is a traitor. Jill and Chris eventually uncovers the fact that the Umbrella Corporation was behind the illegal experiments resulting in the horrors roaming the mansion's halls. Jill slash Chris eventually make their way down to an underground lab where they discover that Albert Wesker was the affer- aforementioned traitor. I can't word. What do okay. I? I'm uh, and of course I picked long. It's a long story. There are a lot of games. Wesker infects himself with a mutant strain of the T-Virus in order to give him a survival edge before introducing the remaining star members to the tyrant. Wesker is fatally wounded by his monstrous creation, and the team defeats the tyrant with the help of Brad, who heroically returns with a rocket launcher and escapes the helicopter just in time. Yes, just use a rocket launcher. Whatever works. Thanks to the T-Virus running through his body, Wesker survives as he tries to escape the self-destructing facility. Wesker is confronted by Lisa Trevor, who has been heavily mutated through decades of G-Virus testing. Wesker defeats Lisa and eventually joins Umbrella's rival organization as planned. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis Part 1 Immediately after the events of the mansion incident, the remaining members of Star return to Raccoon City to demand an official investigation un- into Umbrella, which is colluding Chief Iron's rejects. Chris, Jill, Rebecca, and Barry decide to go rogue and investigate the Umbrella conspiracy themselves. 
with Chris heading off to Europe solo and Jill staying in the city to learn more about the Umbrella Secret underground lab. In September 1998, Raccoon City becomes overrun with zombies after the T-virus <sighs> contaminates its water supply. Why is always the water supply? Things. I got distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm but thinking things. Like it's a virus, things. but it's contaminating the water supply. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, man. That it things. sounds like cabin fever. That's how they initially got contaminated okay. was through the water supply. That's an easy thing to contaminate yeah. and to just run everything through and it's a hard thing to fix yeah it's a hard thing to filter too because it's like what do you do you still need water but every water is contaminated like because mm-hmm. you, you can't just dehydrate yourself that's not gonna work no Man. i mean and then there's me who can if you're not a coward yeah. well you just need something to drink you don't necessarily need water okay. no Anyways, Umbrella sees the outbreak as an opportunity to test its new bioweapons and sends down the experimental bow. 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 Nemesis. Bow. Bow. Something. It's something. Bow. It's both bow and bow. Whoa. It's Wob. Wob. It's Wob. Wob. <laughs> um, Nemesis T-Type with a m- mission to kill off surviving star members. At this point, the events of Resident Evil 2 begin to unfo- unfold. So Resident Evil 3 and Resident Evil 2 are connected. Oh, nice. Well, of course, everything's connected Yeah. to each other. Well, we wouldn't have in some be, way. Ha- be having this conversation if, if it wasn't. Well... I say conversation, but I've been distracted for, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, like, listening, but at the same time, you're just like, I need to get everything prepared for this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> it, bad. it's more, um, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 are intertwined together. Mm-hmm. So, they're pretty much happening roughly at the same time. Okay. Oh, that's, okay. So, there's some... I've seen some video games like that where they have, like, similar things that are going on, mm-hmm. but they're happening at the same time. Then later on, it'll show you what those effects have, like, together. Yeah. Cool. It's just, like, one big story, but, you know, a lot of people are just like, no, we want to make more money off of this, so we're just going to make multiple games of this one big storyline. I like it when games are actually connected. Yeah. Together. Like, I don't mind buying more, mm-hmm. so. I like, I feel like when they're connected, it makes it easier to want to get the next one. Because, yeah. Because, like, there's sometimes where it's quote-unquote connected, but they're not actually connected. Like, they're like, oh yeah, they're connected, but we are shooting the characters all the way until, like, 20 years later, and it has mm-hmm. absolutely nothing to do with the last game. Yeah. And you're like, but why? 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 <laughs> I wanted to know more about the characters. So, uh, Resident Evil 2, which is probably one of the more popular Resident Evil games, it just got remastered. 
um, and it came out because there was a long, long gap between Biohazard and Village. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty much just like, you know what, yeah, let's remaster them. So, I mean, that's how I got all of the video games is they had a big sale on the Resident Evil video games on Steam and it was like remastered versions of them. So I got probably like five of the Resident Evil games for like $20. Oh, nice. I'm still trying to get through them. Yeah. It's kind of like, they're long games. They really yeah. are. And that's what I love about it. It's not just a quick story. No, you can play them for days. And Yeah. And then there's, yeah, there's just. There's really a lot to it, which honestly makes it worth it. Yeah. Because then it's like it's almost more satisfying because there's a balance. You have to be long and uh, but you also have to be involved, like involved. In it. Yeah. Because if it's too long and you're not involved, it becomes kind of like, OK, well, yeah, now I've got to go defeat this other thing. And I just it's a chore. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not as fun because I know other games that I've played that I'm sitting there and I'm like, OK, this is taking forever to get to the point yeah because it's just like go up against a whole bunch of monsters and then oh suddenly there's a boss with yeah. the resident evil game there are actually tasks you have to do to get to other things and find other things so there's mm -hmm. puzzle adventure monsters on the way and then eventually just multiple bosses that just yeah. get harder and harder as it goes so it it i feel like because like i feel like that a lot with um sometimes with kingdom hearts is a game that i like to play um where it kind of gets like there are some moments where it's really involved and then there are other moments where it's like okay i've got to defeat like 50 of these little things and i can't get where i'm supposed to be going because there are too many of these tiny things you're not mm -hmm. on an epic adventure you're on yeah. a ride at disney world yeah yeah but yeah i like the games that are more like this where it's in it's more involved yeah where you're actually doing something and figuring something mm -hmm. out sorry i'm you're good. Sidetracking us again. Oh, that's main the, things we That's did. the better part of the podcast is that's, when you two are actually talking. That's fair. Instead and not me, just a straight story. <laughs> instead of we're me, one line. Yeah. No, we're multiple. Yeah. Not, not one person reading off of Wikipedia. Yeah, one person reading off all the other people. Hey, this is IGN. Yeah. There's no difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Resident Evil 2. Dun, dun, dun. Ba-da. Dun, dun. So while Jill tries to survive the outbreak, rookie RPD officer Leon S. Kennedy. Yeah, Leon! Ooh, 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 ooh. I love Leon. There's a useless girl who's supposed to be killed. Claire. <laughs> Leon and Leon, Claire! Help. Leon's awesome. He Leon is full of sass, and I love it. Okay, so Officer Leon S. Kennedy and Chris Redfield's younger sister, Claire, both arrive in Raccoon City. Ooh. I hear you up there! After meeting and pairing up to survive a zombie attack, the two are almost immediately separated by a car accident. So Leon and Claire agree to meet up at the police department. 
Oh, there is a police department. Okay. Whoa. Because someone was saying it's like, uh, we're talking about it. It's like, yeah, Resident Evil. Oh, I was talking to Ryan about it. They were talking about the police department because they added, uh, they added Resident Evil to Dead by Daylight. Anyways. Oh. Why is there a random pool and a random pickup ride over here? Because I can. Unfortunately, the building is also infested by zombies. The original, yeah, the original Resident Evil 2 was the first Resident Evil game I played, and I could not get the, past the first part because I'm just like, I'm horrible at this. I'm horrible at most games. I sit there for like five years on one boss, and I'm like, how do I do this? And then once I finally get past it, I'm like, I have no idea how I did that, but cool! <laughs> The game just took pity on me. <laughs> That's why I'm glad that they have the option for shooting control, where you just hit the button and it immediately goes to the target, so you don't have to try aiming, because I'm horrible at aiming. Yeah. Easy mode! <laughs> aiming is not... I, I don't know. I mean, there are Would some... Would you admit live on, live on podcast that you're a bad gamer? I am! I do it for the storylines. I never said I was a good gamer. I'm horrible. I try my best, and I get a little bit better when I actually focus on it. Like, I, I was working with the Assassin's Creed game, and I was actually getting pretty good at it. I haven't been playing in, like, like forever, though. Like, okay, I beat um, Biohazard without uh, shooting control, as well as Village. So. Well, shooting's just, it's kind of hard, because... You gotta figure out how to do it first of all, and then when you're and trying also to... the sensitivity of the controls, and you can't yeah. always get it. Just and like... on top of that, when you're getting hit by stuff, you can't shoot at the same time and get hit, and so it's hard to figure out how to. But you know, you, there is like blind spots where you can get to it, and then you can shoot it things, and it also depends on the game how easy it is. Also, a side note for people, because I know multiple multiple people may think this you do not have to be good at a game to be considered a gamer or you know you you're don't just a terrible gamer you you just have to as long fun. as you're enjoying it and doing what you want then it's then you're fine yeah you're just you don't have to be good at it you just a toxic gamer culture yeah. whatever you want to do don't yeah, Ignore so. it. Yeah. Most of them are 11-year-old boys in a basement. <laughs> waiting to go to bed while their mother makes them chicken nuggies. Chicken nuggies! Hey, fuck you. Chicken nuggies are good. I will they murder are. you in your sleep. <laughs> Son, I did not just hear you say that. I'm sorry. Can you please don't make me my chicken nuggies? <laughs> okay so sorry. continuing on with this story they were at the police department <laughs> and it's overrun by zombies <laughs> claire runs into sherry birkin a young girl being pursued by a monstrous <laughs> go ahead Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, the, weir the worst. Oh no, what is it? A monstrous weirdo. You're in a podcast. You're supposed to distract her. 
Oh, yeah! It's a monstrous weirdo who turns out to be her dad, an umbrella leading scientist, <laughs> William Birkin. It's just her dad in a so, costume. <laughs> her dad in a costume! Her monstrous dad is going after her. Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You don't say. Why are you doing this? <laughs> well, can you please stop? <laughs> okay, you're. So I'll you're see you act- at dinner, Dad. <laughs> you're acting this whole thing out, and I'm just like imagining you've got Chris as the dad and me as Claire, and I'm sitting there like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you're freaking me out." <laughs> Speak English! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm gonna go home now. (laughs) Turns out old Billy B. Old Billy B has planned to betray Umbrella and sell his new... Yeah, Billy B! (laughs) To sell his new G-Virus, but was gunned down by Umbrella. G-Virus. Before dying, William managed to infect himself with the G-Virus and allowed the virus to spread into Raccoon City mm. through the water system. Of course he did. Nice one, Willie. <laughs> I don't know he says that. And then. Nice one, Willie. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Leon runs into um, Ada Wong, an FBI agent Ada. who... Ada Wong. Ada. An FBI agent who's looking to obtain the G-Virus to pr- prove... Umbrella's um, corruption. In the sewers, Leon and Ada run into William's wife, Annette, who is not a big fan of law enforcement, to say the least. Oops. Leon and Ada... I don't know. Leon and Ada chase her into a secret Umbrella underground facility called Nest in pursuit of the G-Virus. Claire also arrives at Nest in search of a vaccine for a now-infected Sherry. Nice going, Dad. <laughs> Leon manages to obtain the G virus. Reading their own comments. Oh, oh that one I, wasn't. Did I? Did that I, her comments. Did I? Did I mix it up? And is Sherry the daughter? Yeah, crazy? Sherry's the daughter. Oh, okay, that's what I mixed up. I'm sorry. Claire's just watching this whole thing unfold. <laughs> that's funny. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what was uh, I? I'm just imagining her sitting there with like this. Blank expression of what am I seeing at this point? I'm sorry, but go ahead. Um, How dare you, Leon? Leon manages to obtain the G virus sample but runs into William, who, in his freakish form, mortally wounds his wife. Oh. How dare you? That's so sad. Yeah, and he's so dead. So many things would work out if you just got a divorce. Man. <laughs> Annette tells Leon that Ada is actually a mercenary who's looking to sell the G-Virus to the highest bidder. I bid 50,000 million! I do not have that much money, but I am bidding that much and therefore I win. (laughs) Ada demands the G-Virus, but before Leon can hand it over, Annette manages to shoot Ada. She falls to her death, dropping the G-Virus sample. Dumbass. (laughs) Claire finds the vaccine and gives it to Annette to cure her daughter while she tangles with William. 
I can just imagine, you know, they're tingling with William and it's just like, stay still so I can cure you! I imagine that's how it went down. Right. I won't know until I actually play the game. <laughs> Sherry is cured, but Annette eventually dies of her injuries. Aww. So sad. That's depressing. At least you cured Sherry. Yeah. Sherry probably shouldn't have been cured. Whatever. Ah, you're right. The facility is set to self-destruct. All of them! All of them! It's like, that's their answer for it. It's... They're just gonna self-destruct it. Self-destructing in yeah. ten. Well, the evidence can't nine, get out if there is no evidence eight, left to get out. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, my count must have been up. <laughs> how, much, how weird would it, how how fucking great would it be if I just ended the recording there? <laughs> <laughs> that been no, we're not even halfway through the story, though. Yeah. Save the other half for next time. Mm. No. Um. Uh, train to escape to Leon. We're on this train until it ends. Oh, yeah. With Ness destroyed, the crew finally managed to escape the nightmare and on the outskirts of Raccoon City, vowed to continue their fight against Umbrella. Resident Evil 3 continued! Whoa. Elsewhere in Raccoon City, Jill Valentine is infected with the T-Virus. Fortunately, Carlos Oliviera, a merc hired by Umbrella... Olivier. It's, it's French. Olivier. Olivier. A merc hired um, by Umbrella is on the scene to not only cure Jill, but help find the vaccine. At this point, our heroes find out the unfortunate news that the U.S. government plans to wipe out Raccoon C City with a missile strike. Our heroes. Hoping to eradicate the infection. Good luck with that. It's already spreading. Yeah, no, by this point, the world's finished. Just go yeah. hide. Just <laughs> do what you can. Yep. Carlos and Jill head to another underground lab, this time creatively called Nest. <laughs> Nest. Nest 2! Creatively electric called! Uh, Nest 2 electric boogaloo. Creatively called! I'm here Nest to eat your skin. Oh. Unfortunately, Nemesis is still alive and very much still in pursuit. The two manage to take out the abomination once and for all, and with the vaccine sample in hand, manage to escape the city before the missile strike. Unfortunately, um, Nikolai Carlos, Nikolai Carlos's former colleague turned secret operative is waiting and managed to destroy the vaccine vial. Jill and Carlos take down Nikolai, leaving him for dead and escape just before the missile arrives to completely floor Raccoon City for good. And as expected, our heroes vow to take down Umbrella. I'm good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Resident Evil Cold Veronica. Three months after escaping Raccoon City, Claire Redfield, in search of her brother Chris. I saw something with that. It's like a lot of people feel like the Raccoon, sorry, the Resident Evil video games are just, where's Chris? He went He upstairs. went. We're looking for Chris. He doesn't have his headphones on, whatever. Oh, no. 
I'm sorry. Um, I'm being very rude this time because I keep getting distracted. <laughs> so, in search of her brother, Chris, um, attempts to raid a European umbrella facility before being captured. Oh no, I've got to go find Chris. I'll be right back. <laughs> Claire is taken to an island prison commanded by Alfred Ashford, a grandchild of, the, of one of the founders of the umbrella. An outbreak occurs. Of course it does. You can't just level it out and infect expect it to be fixed so and after being freed claire gets to work looking for chris and escaping the island finding no signs of chris sorry just as i said finding no signs of chris i found him (laughs) (laughs) we found him (laughs) he's upstairs at the couch (laughs) however claire escapes on a plane Ashford, who turns out has a split personality disorder and often believes himself to be his twin sister, Alexia. Wouldn't that be interesting? Mm. Um, takes control of the plane remotely and crashes into another umbrella facility, this time in Ooh. Antarctica. Oh, it's also worth noting that during the crash, Claire spends a period unconscious here, during which she has a dream that turns out to be the plot of Resident Evil Survival 2. That's interesting. Wow. That's, that's kind of cool. yeah. Here's your sneak peek. Yeah. It's always weird when you have dreams like that, where it's like you have a dream about something. And then it and then, happens. And yeah, and then it happens. Like, I've had that happen a lot. Like, there will be times, I don't think deja vu is a thing anymore. I think it's no. just me dreaming that it's going to happen, and then it happens. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, I've done this before. And then I'm like, no, no, I've dreamt this before. There's difference. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah. That's actually really cool that they added that into the game, though. Yeah. It's always nice, Fred. So, Alfred has also flown over in a quest for revenge, and... Alfred, when did Batman become a part of this? Always. Always. Batman is everywhere. Because it's Alfred. I mean, if if anyone can take out the T-Virus, it's it's Alfred. It's Alfred. Alfred can do everything! Are you gonna join me? Yes, he's a cat. Of course he is. He ruined his little wing. Um, Alfred also has also flown over in a quest for revenge, and after he's fatally wounded, he frees his sister Alexia, who is chronologically frozen and riddled with a new virus called T. Veronica. That I don't know about that T. Veronica. Tea Veronica. It's a it's a tea made out of Veronica. I feel like it would be more coffee or chai based. <laughs> they just have coffee in it. It's... Yep. Yep. Well, that's how they make it addicting. Yeah. Meanwhile, back on Rockford Island, once you know it, Chris has shown up looking for Claire. Whoa! Whoa! Where? There's no, there's no Claire here though. Oh. I don't. We don't have a Claire here. I'm Claire. Just kidding. <laughs> Instead, he runs into his old pal Wesker, who's still alive, super strong, and on a mission to find the T. Veronica yeah. sample. They both make their way to Antarctica, and Chris finally re- reunites with Claire, who then defeats a now very powerful Alexia before escaping 
this and before once again escaping the facility as the facility self destructs uh, again again just I bomb think, everything that's your answer for everything resident I see, evil i see a little bit of repetition here oh and chris and claire vowed to take down umbrella you um, seeing a pattern here we're taking you down Tom Holland. <laughs> Just Tom Holland in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> uh, it's just a pattern here. It's They self-destruct, and then they vow to take down Umbrella. Yep. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I got a message from... Ooh, Broccoli... Ooh, broccoli Cheddar Top. I don't know how I feel about that. Broccoli Cheddar Top. Broccoli and cheddar is actually really good, though. It is. But I don't know how I feel about it in top form. I know I like having broccoli and cheddar with potatoes. Me. That's good. I don't like, I don't know how we got from Resident Evil to broccoli and cheddar. <laughs> yeah, we just find ways of doing this stuff. Okay, so. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Um, okay, Resident Evil 4. We're halfway there, halfway there. Should, <laughs> should we wait until next one? Because we're already at like an hour and 11 minutes. I mean, we can squeeze through it. Our last episode was an hour and a half. That's fair. Okay, yeah. I believe in you. Go. All right, six years later, Umbrella is long gone. Bah, they did it. Yay! Due to a combination of government oversight and subsequent stock value crash. Woohoo! Basically the least awesome way possible. Yeah. They're gone due to a stock value crash. Of course. Whoa. Wow, I wonder why they had a stock value crash. It's not like half of the world is dead. Mm-hmm. Leon Kennedy, the once RPD rookie, is now a government agent who's sent on a mission to rescue the president's daughter. Ashley from her kidnappers in rural Spain. Whoa! He discovers that not only are are her kidnappers a cult called Los Illuminados, Illuminados, but they're also infected by a new mind controlling parasite called Los. Yes. During the rescue, Leon coincidentally bumps into his old flame Ada Wong who is not dead, and once again on the hunt for the virus. How is this? How is she not dead? I don't know. She... They, like, brutally killed her. <laughs> so after rescuing Ashley, Leon confronts the cult leader, Sadler, and with the help of Ada, they manage to defeat him. Ada, once again showing her true colors, takes the Las Plagas sample and escapes via helicopter. But not before setting to the base to, you guessed it, self-destruct. <laughs> and we vow to take you down. <laughs> so this is, with her being alive, it reminds me, okay, I'm gonna, this is another spoiler alert of Fast and Furious, the newest one. I don't know what it is. So it's just, it feels like when they, like, smash Rome with a tank. And then all of a sudden, he just walks out from behind it, and everyone's like, what? He was just right there. He died. He was like, and just brutally kill someone off, and then bring them back. I like this one, though. Leon and Ashley managed to escape and jet ski their way home. What? 
jet ski their way home. Where are they going, though? Like, how far of a journey would do that? I don't even think a jet ski could go that far. On a... What? They'd have to stop and get gas at some point. If In the middle, else. unless it's just a regular lake or something. But... Yeah, but, and then... On top of that, depending on how far it is, do you know how exhausted they would get from, like, hitting... Because when you're jet skiing... Oh, it takes a lot to hold on. Oh, my gosh. How... Okay. Nothing ever makes sense with these things. (laughs) Video games don't... No, don't logic with video games. It's a pro tip. Don't logic with any of them. (laughs) That's best. So, Resident Evil 5 Lost in Nightmares DLC. Which is pretty much just, uh, DLC is just an added extra to an already video game. So, pretty much an extra story. Downloadable content. Yes. I know that abbreviation. Woo! So, two years later, with Wesker still on the loose, Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine are working together for the new Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance. Um, following a lead towards Umbrella founder, founder Oswald E. Spencer, the pair finally come face-to-face with their old boss-turned-arch-nemesis, Albert Wesker, who has killed Spencer. <gasps> How could you kill Spencer? No! no. Not Spencer! <sighs> Sorry. Wesker <laughs> seemingly even more powerful than before. <laughs> Not a surprise. More powerful than before. Pumping all of that stuff into his system. Now dodging bullets for fun is more than a match for Chris and Jill. To save Chris's life, Jill sacrifices herself, sending both her and Wesker to their deaths. What? Chris is understandably. Chris understandably is sad. Well, yeah. I like Jill. That is sad. I don't even... uh, Okay. I've that was played... even a spoiler for me. I'm yeah. just like, I I've never played any of these games, so that's prob that's part of the reason why I'm not super, you know, very good at talking about them. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm, once again, I'm sorry. But uh, that's even sad for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> We've been on this forty minute journey with her. I, I know. <gasps> Man, they'll probably just bring her back later, even though she died. They'll <laughs> find a way. Oh, yeah, by the way, she's not dead. But she, but, no, she's just not dead. Just so, deal with it. Okay. We are getting there. Resident Evil 5. Almost three years after Jill's death, Chris is taken with apprehending, is tasked with apprehending terrorist Ricardo Irving. To, who is selling bioorganic weapons in Africa. Along with his new partner, um, Shiva, Chris discovers that the locals are infected by something similar similar to Las Plagas, uh, later discovering to be called Ouroboros. That's a mouthful. Ouroboros. He's also Ouroboros. <laughs> informed... He's also informed by the BSAA oh, that Jill, that Jill could still be alive. <gasps> what? I called it. I called it. I have never played any of these games, and I freaking called it. Uh, I'm happy 
be with myself now. I'm just going to yeah. sit here in self, like, satisfaction. satisfaction. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for, but the only one that was coming to mind was pride. And I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. What is... But yes. So, so after <laughs> after defeating a mutated Irving, Chris and Shiva learn that um, Tricell, the company that funds the BSAA, had taken over Umbrella's seedy work in conjunction with still alive Wesker and has been conducting human experiments. Whoa. Unfortunately, one of his victims is Jill, who is also still alive and now under Wesker's control. Whoa. Kurt, so basically we have a winter soldier thing right here. Yep. Still alive and now under control. Oh. No, no, Bucky. That was so <laughs> No. Chris and Shiva managed to subdue Jill and remove the mind control device before it's too late. Wesker um, tries to flee on a bomber, which lands in all of places a volcano. Uh, what? <laughs> Why? Okay, is this a, a volcano? Is this a, a Star Wars commercial where it's in a vault, in, in a safe, in a vault, in a volcano? After some boulder punching, Chris and Shiva finally defeat Wesker once and for all and is well in the world for now. For now. President Evil 6. This one features three interwoven storylines. So strap in. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. In 2012, a new virus surfaces from a company dubbed Neo Umbrella. How original. Whoa. And led by someone who looks awful, uh, awful lot like Ada Wong. Wouldn't what? be surprised if it actually is her. Because she apparently can't die, but it'll probably no. be like a No one sister. dies in this series. Like, no one really dies in this series. Legends <coughs> never die. So, series newcomer Jake Muller is believed to be the key to a vaccine which set virus due to his antibodies. There's always one in the world. They have that one. Yep, yep. Which are a result of Jake being um, the heretofore unknown son of Albert Wesker. Of course it's the son of just... Mm -hmm. Whatever. I would, I would, I'm sorry to interrupt here, like I always do, but I would like to point out, you said how we don't have a Claire here, yes. I just have Oh, someone. yes, we do. We do? We do have a, oh, you mean an actual name Claire, or? Yeah. Well, no, 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 because no. I, I have a, um. I know Kay said... just recently started doing a Claire oh. cosplay. All I know is on TikTok, someone named Claire slash Zero liked my thing. And so I was just like, we have a Claire! We have a Claire! <laughs> so now we've got Chris, Ashley, Claire. I'm not in there anyway, be anywhere because I'm Jade. So knowing that stereotypical Jade-named characters, I'm probably somewhere in the Asian part of the world. <laughs> okay, so continuing. In 2013, the American president decides enough is enough and it's time to spill the beans about what really happened in Raccoon City. Yay. 20? No. Nearly 20 years later. Wow. Like, oh my gosh. However, before he can, 
Um, however, before he can, there's another bioweapon attack, and the president, now a zombie, has to be taken down by his loyal agent and serious favorite, Leon Kennedy. Aww. Aww. Okay, <laughs> may I point out how funny, I mean, horrible, but funny it is that Kennedy has to take out the president. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm sorry, and I'm terrible for even thinking it, but it's funny to me. Okay, continue with the actual important news. Ada <laughs> Wong then arrives and tells Leon that National Security Advisor Derek Simons is affiliated with Neo Umbrella and behind the terror attack that zombified Pot US. Whoa. Hmm. Zombified pot. Zombified pot. And that, that that feels like it's a little, a little much, a little much. And that he's um, whipped up a new strain of biological nastiness known as the C virus. We're just going through the alphabet now. Yeah, are we just? I was gonna say, are they just creating a new virus for? Every, every letter. Every ten minutes of each game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leon heads to China okay. in pursuit of Simons. Chris Redfield, now um, racked with PTSD and thirst for revenge after his team was slaughtered by Ada, also heads to China in pursuit. As does Jake, because, you know, big finale. Um, to get through it quick as we can chris mm-hmm. finds out jake's true identity and despite an awkward moment when chris tells jake that he killed his dad they mostly work it out simon dies chris's mate Piers is wounded then grows a new arm with thanks to the c-virus and saves chris jake kills his boss who honestly not worth talking about yeah and we also find out that there's two adas one being an imposter called carla who explains all the costume changes, and finally, all the good guys win and go their separate ways. Basically, there's a lot going on, and it's not very good, right? Maybe skip this one in the series. Yay. Okay. So, on to um, Resident Evil Biohazard. This is the one... um, This game starts um, not as the regular Resident Evil game it doesn't seem like there is a direct tie to um raccoon city and the immediate virus mm-hmm. but once it's tied in with um resident evil 8 village yeah it seems like that's the stuff that sort of they probably found that created a lot of the bioweapons they probably used part of the compound and part of the stuff that they found there, or even took information from it mm-hmm. to go Re- along with that. Resident Evil, the inspiration for 2020, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it's not that way. Because <laughs> I don't want to deal with those things. Yeah. But. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry. <laughs> Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. This is the one that a... This is the first Resident Evil game that I fully got through. Oh, wow. So, in 2017, Ethan Winters is looking for his wife, Mia, who is missing. His search leads him deep into Louisiana, and he finds her imprisoned by a very odd and very disgusting family, the Bakers. 
which they is bake? like do they bake a lot of cakes oh it, it's like hillbillies rednecks that all just completely consumed all of the viruses in one what yeah that's terrifying it really is like a lot of their final forms are just like no thank you so, Ethan is captured by Jack Baker and forced to join in with a vomit-including family dinner with his wife, Marguerite, son Lucas, and an old elderly woman. There is an extreme twist that ends up being with that elderly woman, which you don't find out until the end. Oh, no. And honestly, with these games, they probably would have been a lot shorter if Ethan was just like... Mia, I want a divorce. I'm not dealing with your, with your stuff. Yeah. Because honestly, Mia is a lot of the cause for it, and she really is a horrible person. Um, after escaping and managing to kill Jack and Marguerite, um, Ethan finds his wife and develops a serum for Mia because Mia was actually infected with what infected. The Bakers. It was a long and tedious thing because they have, like, you think you killed them once and then they have another form. Yeah. Jack has at least three or four different forms. And so you're running through their house, the swamp, just everything with it. And it's like having to kill them 50 bajillion times. Like, when, when, um, when Ethan first gets to the house, he sort of finds Mia, but it really isn't Mia. Mm -hmm. Like, it's her, but she's infected. Mm -hmm. So Mia tries to kill him multiple times. Oh, wow. And then eventually just, um. Just, hey, I hate you. Let me kill you. Hey, yeah. I hate you. Let me kill you. And hey, I said I hate you. Let me kill you. <laughs> And then eventually he gets out of the house and everything, thinking he completely killed Mia. And then um, Jack attacks him and drags him to their house. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and what um, is up with serial killers being named Jack? I don't know. Like I'm trying. I'm thinking. I mean, this goes away from video games, but I'm thinking creepy pasta. You've got. Uh, you've just, there's so many Jacks. Mm -hmm. uh, Laughing Jack, uh, I, no, what was it, Clifferson? I know that I, there's another one, I'm forgetting it at the moment, but is it Eyeless Jack? Yeah. I don't know, either way, there's, and now there's another Jack in Resident Evil, and there's just murder, all the jacks. murderous Jacks all over the place, which does not make me comfortable because I, happen to know a jack that i well someone who wants to be named jack that i'm no longer acquainted with mm. uh, <laughs> i sadly don't remember but i don't know we'll talk about it later yeah um, okay but, but we're not being on podcast because that would be mean and we yeah. are not that those kinds of people no <clears throat> um so yeah um it, it, it's, like, the start of the Biohazard game, it's, he pretty much gets, like, a video from his wife, Mia, who he hasn't seen in, like, three years. Oh, wow. Like, she went away 
um, for a job on something, and then three years later, she, um, like, he gets a email with a video from her, just, like, don't come and find me, but these are my last four pounds, Mm -hmm. but don't come and find me, uh, for, like, all these specific reasons, so... That's why he originally went to that place to find her. Because, you know, Ethan Winters is a good husband mm-hmm. and tries to find her. But also, the whole time you're going against the bakers, there's just, like, this mysterious person on the phone helping you with a lot of stuff and to get the stuff for an actual antidote to heal them. Mm-hmm. So... Um, they try to flee on a boat, but it's knocked over by a mysterious creature that turns out to be... Oh, wait, I forgot a part. No, I didn't. Hey. Okay, and then you actually get a choice, um, for who you want to give the serum to. You can either give it to Mia or the woman who's been helping you this whole time. Oh, no. Get to I, it. I do not do well with choices. Yeah. I'd sit there for, like, three hours, like, okay, but... But, uh, yeah, I, can I just, like, split it in half and give one half to each? No, that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if even, like, I end up choosing Mia and I, I regretted it, but I honestly want to eventually go through the game again and give, and give the serum to the other woman. Just to see what the difference is. Yeah, because they continue the story because it just has more to it. Um, so they try to flee on a boat, but it's knocked over by a mysterious creature that turns out to be a girl called Evelyn, a bioweapon that Mia, who is apparently a secret agent, was tasked with escorting. Basically, Evelyn pretty much just wanted a mother figure in her life, and they kept doing all of these experiments on Evelyn. She was almost like the creation of this entity and the substance that mutated even the baker family oh no like she can create those monsters that were roaming in the house and infected the family give the poor baby a hug and then slap her across the face because you don't do evil things just kidding no no (laughs) that probably wouldn't have ended up no well no it would not have um, turns out Evelyn was responsible for, as I just said, Evelyn was responsible for the Baker family's mind-altering uh-huh. altering infection. The, and it shows in everything in clips, the Baker was, the Baker family was an extremely normal family until this happened. Oh, no. And even at some point, they actually kept Evelyn in their house. Mm-hmm. So, originally, Evelyn was at the baker's house, same with Mia, mm-hmm. and then they get um, infected and they flee onto this, like, cruise ship, which eventually Evelyn um, uh, takes out the ship. Oh. Because, honestly, she was scared and she just wanted a mother. Oh. So she does just need a hug. Um, she did this because she was desperate for her own family, you know, oh. like all bio- bioweapons are. 
Yeah. Or, you know, just dark things. Yeah. You know, because uh, you say the wanting a mother thing immediately makes me think of Ring. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's never a good thing. So after injecting Evelyn with a toxin, she reverts back to her true form. The old woman at the baker's house. What? Yeah. Whoa. And, like, in snippet, in parts of the game and everything, the grandma is just casually moving around the house in her wheelchair. What? Yeah. Uh, it turns out she's been rapidly aging, but not for long, as Ab- Evelyn mutates into a giant blob. Like oh. all classic Resident Evil bosses. Yeah. Giant blobs. And after a final confrontation with Ethan, with low help from recently arrived military squad, she's destroyed. In a final reveal, the leader of the military squad helps up Ethan, and it's revealed to be none other than Chris Redfield. Okay, I was about ready for to hear you say Ada, and I was like, oh, come on, I thought we were done with her. <laughs> Coming out of a helicopter-branded umbrella. Ugh! Yeah. No! We took down the umbrella. Come on. We already did that. The company just se- seems to have been resurrected once again and now sporting a fancy blue logo on the side of good working. And they are on the side of good. Okay, uh, good. Working along organizations like BSAA to help rid the world of bioterrorism. Oh my gosh. Finally. <laughs> Resident Evil 7, not a hero DLC. After Ethan escapes, Chris and his team pursue Lucas Baker, who's actually, who's, who actually was never under Evelyn's mind control due to a serum provided to him by a new shadowy organization, The Connections. The Connections were behind Evelyn's creation, and Lucas has been gathering data on her for them. But, like every villain in the series, he also planned to betray his masters. Though it doesn't pay off, as after working his way through a series of traps, Chris manages to confront and kill a mutated Lucas. The expansion ends with Chris returning to a base for an urgent call. Uh, We also get a look at Chris in the trailer for next year's Resident Evil Village. Um, So... Yeah, this uh, this article came out um, before Resident Evil 8 came out. But luckily, I have played Resident Evil 8 all the way through. Yay. People are mainly excited about that because when the trailer launched, it really just showed um, making it seem like the main villain in that series was Lady Dimitrescu, the 10-foot-tall vampire lady. Which everyone loves. Yay. I've heard a lot about her, but mm-hmm. that's not, like, that, I didn't hear about Resident Evil until she became a part of it, and then I, I, like, wouldn't stop hearing about it. Yeah. And everyone's like, the really tall vampire lady, and I'm like, okay, I have no idea what this all <laughs> is, but there's a vampire, and, you know, being me. I'm I'm currently wearing a shirt that on the sleeves has pictures of Dracula. Dracula. Um, I think I'm a little obsessed with vampires. Mm-hmm. Like you just mentioned a vampire, and I'm immediately 
interested. Um, like, there was even this one time where I was currently doing theater, and this one friend decided to just randomly call people things to see how long it took them to respond. And she was like, she turned to me, and I didn't even notice it, and she just said the word vampire, and I immediately, without even any hesitation, immediately turned and was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, well, that was easy. <laughs> but, so that was like, after hearing about that, I I uh, heard, that's when I started hearing about Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of my vampire shirt. We are matching today. You yes. guys can't see it. I have vampires. She has bats. We had the same color scheme going on here. White, black, and red. Yes. Possessed pumpkins on her dress and hats. Mm-hmm. Yee. With red eyes. Spooky, but so, cool. What we find out with um, Resident Evil oh, yes. is Sorry. Lady Dimitrescu and her three daughters are actually the first of four five total villains um there's the four lords of the village and the mother miranda but before we really get into that let's start at the beginning um it's a few years after um resident evil 7 takes place apparently they um recruited ethan winters into the Umbrella Corporation, so now he's an agent with it. Um, Mia and Ethan have a baby girl. Oh, Lil Rose. I Aww. love her. And it starts off. It starts off the video game by pretty much telling you a story, which you eventually find out ties into the village. Mm-hmm. And then they're just having dinner. Mia is not normal. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden, because this is always their, um, you know, way of doing this, but, um, they, their house gets raided by Umbrella, and Chris takes them out. You see what seems like, it looks like Mia had been killed, and then they take him and his daughter Rose. Rose at the time is like six months old right now. So she's still really young. Um, But Chris is just like, there's no time to explain. We got to get you out of here. Um, We're taking you away. And he was like separating him from his daughter, which um, Ethan is not having that. Yeah, no. One rule of thumb for video games, shows, movies... You want to piss off the main character? Separate them. Separate them from their kid. That's how you get them to destroy you. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh no! Eventually, uh, um, the car caravan is attacked, and suddenly everyone's missing. So Ethan goes and wanders into the woods, and eventually comes across the village, mm-hmm. which it looks like he was taken back in time like quite a few centuries mm-hmm. because it's like a really old uh village he's it's just no one is there so he's wandering around trying to find stuff until he eventually oh and the merchant helps you out along the way the merchant where you can actually buy stuff from 
which I'm happy in this game you can actually buy stuff instead of just completely relying on finding it. Mm -hmm. But I guess the merchant is fitting for this environment. He eventually comes across, apparently there's a safe house where the surviving members of the village go. Eventually gets up there, finds out that um, Mother Miranda has to deal with um, why his daughter was captured. Mm -hmm. um, Mother Miranda had... How do I properly explain this without it making it sound bad? Um, Rose is in Rose is now in like four separate parts Aww. in little canisters. No. Yeah. No. They want no. no. It, ends, it ends up well. No. No, that's just the bad part of the game. But no, she does end up. Rose does end up fine. Okay. Yes. After some large... Um, so eventually he finds the house with the uh, members of the village. Um, uh, but before he gets to the house, he runs into sort of like the uh, lichens, like mutated lichens. And has to fight them off. And turns out one of the members in the house who is like overly religious. The members of the house are overly religious. But turns out that one of the people in the house was if infected by the lichens. And the same thing that infected the bakers are what infected the lichens. So basically for this Resident Evil, um, Biohazard, it's like, sure, it may not completely seem like zombies, but another big part of Resident Evil was the whole bioweapons thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so once they found this stuff and what it could do, that's, of course, when they got into it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, eventually the house sets on fire, but Ethan escapes. And then he goes around trying to pretty much find the four lords. He comes across them. Which is where you meet Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Is he German? No. Oh. His first name is Carl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is, it's like, Heisenberg. Carl does not. The first name Carl doesn't. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um. Of course, for most people, when they hear Resident Evil 8, um, they think Lady Dimitrescu, and then I met Heisenberg. Mm -hmm. You hear his voice, and it is butter. What's going on? Oh, no. He's making a different reference than what I am. Yeah. He's referencing Jimmy I'm Neutron. Jimmy's mom. Ah. No. Who's my hero? Carl Weezer. No. I was referencing a different Carl. Carl. You can't, can't kill, kill people. people. Don't kill people, Carl. Moving out. But. Okay. But I need you. 
Okay. Uh, so this is when he. Didn't think anyone was left. You must be pretty tough. Who the fuck are you? Oh, you're not local. Even better. Oh dear. So you hear his voice, and I'm just like, mm, I like this one. And then you see him, and it's like, oh! honestly, I feel like he was one of the best parts of it. Just his remarks and everything. But yeah, he gets captured. He finds them. Um, Heisenberg can control not just metal, but magnetic fields. So a lot of times when you hear Heisenberg, he's through coming in through the speakers. That's because he can control the speakers in just any magnetic field, including TV, stuff like that. Oh, cool. Because you said magnetic fields, and I'm thinking Kira from Ruby. Mm-hmm. And then, but she couldn't, well, she, they never really, I don't know. I don't know. They never, because she, she was, uh, yeah. Uh, Kira. Taken yeah. too soon. Yeah. She wasn't, she wasn't there long enough to, um, sorry. We, we weren't spoilers. We didn't yes. say how many and for what, but, um, Yeah, we just said spoilers for things, but. Uh, yeah, she was taken too soon. Yeah. Way too soon. Because that would have been cool. Like, mm -hmm. that's an interesting... I never really thought about that, because magnetic fields would kind of play into that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, um, and so that's when you first meet all of the, uh, um, lords of... Lords and ladies of the village, as well as Mother Miranda. Mother Miranda is sort of like the high priestess. And then for the four lords, you have Heisenberg. You have Lady Dimitrescu. You have um, Moreau, who is like a swamp creature. And then you have Donna, who has her little dolls and everything. Mm, dolls. But they're all mutated. And as the stories go on, you find out all of the sad stuff about them that Mother Miranda stole. They were normal people. Mother Miranda stole them from their homes when they were fairly young and just uh, mutated them. That's awful. With all of this stuff. And that's, and you still have to wonder, it's like, okay, why does Mother Miranda want my child? Mm -hmm. They just keep saying, oh, your child's special. But why? And you eventually, and that's how it also ties into Biohazard. So you first start off, and they're trying to decide, it's like, okay, who can take care of Ethan? Just get rid of them. And it was just a fight between Lady Dimitrescu and Heisenberg. Eventually, Mother Miranda decides that Heisenberg can take care of him. Um, so he sends his lichens after him, and he has to try and escape, which he does. And then you find out from the merchant um, that his, his daughter was in four separate parts. And so he had to find the canisters, which were all with 
the four lords. Each okay. lord had one part of her. Okay. So you had to go through and you got you got the canister by defeating each of the lords, which honestly half of the time I'm just like, I don't want to. Mm. Like I didn't mind getting rid of Donnie, but that's because dolls. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the sludge baby. <laughs> oh no. So you start off um, with Lady Dimitrescu and her castle. Lady Dimitrescu and Heisenberg are two of the longest parts in there because, oh my gosh, that castle is huge. And of course, you have to go through all of these different um, puzzles, trials, and also finding out Lady Dimitrescu has three daughters. Um, oh, it's Daniela, Cassandra, and one other. I, while you're looking for that name, I feel like I'm more interested in this last game. <laughs> the other ones, like, they sounded cool, but there's a lot of, like, rep- repetition in all of those ones. And then this mm-hmm. one just really has, is a lot more original than the other ones were, it seems, to me at least. Yeah. I mean, like, the story of the other ones are important, but at the same time, it was just really repetitive. I like that they went um off of the whole like they it still has a zombie aspect of it but more into that bioweapon which was originally their big thing it's like they created um the zombie viruses for the intention of creating bioweapons and then they find this stuff that mutates people the way that they do and gives them these abilities, of course they're going to try and get their hands on it. Yeah, and it, just, it sounds, it's really great storyline so, so far. I like it. Yeah. So the daughters are Bella, Daniela, and Cassandra. Before you, um, and this is the sad thing, is um, before you can try and defeat Lady Dimitrescu, you have to kill her daughters. Aww. Yeah. And... You see the scenes of when she finds out that her daughters were killed, and it's just honestly so sad. That's that's very sad. And then this is the part where people got confused of just like, okay, I feel like Ethan isn't completely normal. At one point, um, he's trying going through, um, the dungeon, and he has to open a switch, and Lady Dimitrescu just like slashes off his hand. Uh-huh. She has, like, knife fingers that she can whip out. Yeah. And then at, at a point, he just takes his hand, goes off, and then just puts it back on. Oh, wow. I'm just like, that's not normal. So eventually, he <coughs> beats Le- Lady Dimitrescu, and they all turn to, like, a crystallized thing in the end. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then you get part one, and then you go to um, Moreau, the swamp creature. That one was pretty easy as well. Um, Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And then you go to Donna, and that one was just creepy. Yeah. Um, Because... Dolls. Dolls and a mutated baby. Oh. Like, this giant baby, and you're just like, no, get away from me. The babies. 
You don't mess with the babies. <coughs> and then eventually it gets to Heisenberg. His portion wasn't with him, so he sends Ethan off to go get it. And Heisenberg's like, I have a proposition for you. Mm-hmm. You and I team up together. We use Miranda, we use your baby to defeat Miranda. Because Heisenberg absolutely hates all of them. Yeah. Because he's just like, I did not ask to be created mm-hmm. like this. I did not ask to be mutated, taken from my family and my whole life and turned into this. Dun, dun, dun. And so, but I really wish, and honestly, we may have, like, internet bullied them into actually making this a DLC to where um, you can actually, what I wanted was the choice Mm -hmm. to either team up with Heisenberg or not. Ethan didn't want to because he's just like, um, that's my daughter. She's a baby, not a weapon. Yeah. Which I understand that, but at the same time, it's like. It'd be easier. It'd be easier than trying to do it yourself. Um, so, and I love that scene. He, like kicks Ethan, who is in it, sitting in a chair, and but holds onto his hand, and it's like, you and me, let's do this. Aww. You might not want to find out what's down there. And Ethan, let's go! With, and Heisenberg was still holding on. He's just like, I'll take my chances. Heisenberg Shaw! Just like, I don't want to, but your funeral, and just lets him down in there. And again, Heisenberg with the stuff and all of the magnetic field controlling so he created a lot of stuff so you have to go through this entire factory which is huge and it's a maze until eventually he gets out and then you have to try and defeat heisenberg which is this big metal monster thing but they defeat heisenberg which i'm soft Mm -hmm. i'm like no heisenberg yeah And then eventually it's like the pieces are combined and you have to eventually go up against Mother Miranda. Mm -hmm. Mother Miranda. Shock for a few things. Here were the few major things. And it goes back. Oh, his wife Mia is alive. Um, Over at the house. That wasn't actually his wife Mia. It was Mother Miranda. Oh, okay. (coughs) Oh, and in Biohazard... Ethan actually was killed. What? Yeah. Uh, they used the whole mutation thing, so... It's like, it's Ethan, but not. Okay. Which is how he was able to attach his hand. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and then, of course, uh, Chris shows up and everything. and <coughs> They're going to try and take out Mother Miranda, and guess what? They end up still using his daughter to kill Mother Miranda! Aww. Mia escapes, sadly. Yeah, with, sorry, not to interrupt here, but with 
that still ending up being the outcome? Why couldn't they just let you yeah. have the choice to work with Heisenberg or not? Like, yeah, it's like that's... let me uh, let me keep Heisenberg. Please. I want the Heisenberg. The Heisenberg. Heisenberg. I want my Carl. <laughs> Carl. Sounds weird. My Carl. Um. So yeah, and then how do they defeat Mother Miranda? You may say. Umbrella's umbrella's thing for just everything. Yeah, they they, they oh self destruct. Yeah, they blow her up. Uh, again. Uh, but for them to actually escape, um, Ethan had to take the bomb and go in there. So Mia gets to live, but Ethan dies. Aww. Sadly. What? Mia is a trash human. I'm sorry, she is. She was the cause of all of this. Withheld this information from her husband. Oh. But, um... (sighs) Then it cuts, like... Mia, that kills people, Mia. Mia! (laughs) So, yeah, and then the game goes to where it cuts, um to just years later when Rose is grown and she is at her father's grave just talking to him. Um, Umbrella is using her as a weapon. Oh! Yeah! I want to hug her already! Like, because she was a product of just the things that mutated um, like the Baker family, because, you know, Chris was, um, Ethan was sort of not human. Yeah, yeah. And then going with Mia, which you don't know at what point, like, Mia was switched with Mother Miranda. Mm-hmm. So maybe oh, that yeah. actually was Mother Miranda's child, but, you know, whatever. So yeah, um, Rose has all of these special abilities, so. Oh, that's cool. Um, and she gets a little sassy with Chris, and apparently there was a sniper ready to take her out if she tried anything. Uh, but they didn't, and so that's how the game ended. Oh, wow. So that is all of the Resident Evil yeah, right there. A very long oh, Resident Evil. So it's probably <laughs> a good thing that it was just me. Yeah, I... I just, with the event coming up this weekend, I did not have time to prepare anything. I did have an idea, but I'm thinking we could yeah. use that next week. So we'll that do we that next more, week. A little more of, like, a fun thing. So I'm going to yeah. do some Halloween trivia. I'm going to ask questions. Ashley's going to try and answer them. And I will... My, have I, candy yeah, to where if I get it right, I get chocolate. Yes. And then I'll have something to where if she gets it wrong, I take the chocolate. Just kidding, no. <laughs> or I'll, we'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah. Then... I knew this one was gonna be long because, no. but I know how much people love the Resident Evil games, and I even learned a lot more, um, <coughs> than I did before. Because, again, I have yeah. not played all of the games yet. Well, but... and I haven't, I haven't played any of them. But I'm more inclined to, I, I'm a weird person, but mm. I'm more inclined to want to play them now that yeah. I kind of understand 
what the general basis of the game is. More so, so that last game. Yeah. The other games the, sound really tedious to me personally, but I'm still interested in them, like finding out about them and maybe mm-hmm. playing them, but I might not play all. Yeah, because there, <laughs> there are a lot. So yeah, if this helps to where if you maybe um, just wanted to know the story without playing the games or maybe it'll help you get into the games or maybe you know you just like hearing the story for it but i i would i would like to take a moment here and uh give ashley a quiet round of applause here for talking for almost an hour and a half mostly by herself accepting my little comments in between that were trying to be helpful and make it interesting uh, because voices do get tired. <laughs> I also want to applaud the people who will bear with us this entire episode. Yeah. Because I know it's long. Like, I know there are some out there that are longer, but, like, we definitely try not to make them as long, but with some of these things and all of the information, like, I, I'm proud that we kept our main rant at the beginning to, like, under 30 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Usually they're much longer, like, Mm -hmm. we'll get, like, a 45 minute rant in there, and then, and then we'll get into what we were getting into. But But I think knowing how much I had to talk about, that definitely helped. Yeah. We'll we'll get better at it, but. Yeah. But I think, um, I, I learned a lot. Yes, yeah. it's I'm, also not as fun if you, like Chris said, just read through the article with no extra yeah. comments or reactions. I, <laughs> I tried, I really did. I mean, at the very beginning there, I had people messaging me for things with Minicon, mm-hmm. asking for if there were, what, what needed to be done for volunteers, and that's why I really was only half listening and I got lost. Um... And so I'm sorry. You still but, paid attention to a lot of it, though. Yeah, I tried. I did. I did try. I'm sorry. I just have. A, I also have a really short attention attention span sometimes, mm-hmm. and so my brain was like, "I'm listening." No, I'm not. I'm listening. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, I am listening. <laughs> so and yes, so, but I did. I really enjoyed finding out about a, about a lot of these things and making mm-hmm. fun of them before I actually know it. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, I'll like play the games and I'll be like, "Oh." That joke did not work, but it did, but it didn't. <laughs> you, you but, We do what we can. Yeah. But yes, thank you for enduring the two hours for this spooky episode for us and just... So just a few other things. We do, of course, have our Facebook up. You can find us on multiple platforms to listen to of course there's rss there is spotify um there are others there will probably just just look us up and and try to find us on patreon yes patreon is important patreon help us out we love you so we can get more stuff for you and if you can't find us on a format and you want to be able to find us on that format then you know email us and be like you're not on this why are you not on this and we'll be like or here's the link because reasons the things <laughs> yeah. yeah the email is nerds of the night for you to at gmail.com 
Also, that's a great place for, I mean, I'm not going to guarantee that we're going to, but it's a great place to suggest something that you'd like us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd mention, you know, well, this person suggested we chat about this. And so, and I mean, it might not be the entire episode. It might just end up being our beginning rant or just a snippet or whatever. But it could still be fun. And and we will um, definitely try getting to it. It may not be right away because, again, to try and help with our brain, mm-hmm. uh, we do themes throughout the year. And we try to do some research, too. Yeah. We And, you know, depending on what it is, we might not do it at all. But it can't hurt to... Um, suggest it because you'll worst... never know if you don't ask <laughs> yeah you'll never know uh, sorry i can't unhear you say it that way anyway um but we will always try to at least respond and say well you know but if we can't do any of that we'll just yeah i'm sorry <laughs> yeah but um we do want to try and cater to our listeners as best as we can so just the worst we can say is no um you know because we're not that mean to say worse things. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not gonna be like. I'm not actually saying things because I can't. I I can't even actually think of anything mean to say because yeah. I like all of my listeners. Yes, cool. we love you guys. Like I love seeing just going on there, seeing the. You know other additional information and looking at the map and seeing all of the red dots everywhere just of where you guys are listening from like yay we have people well like and then i had someone ask me about it the other day and had them <coughs> come up to me and they were like hey jade so i noticed this thing and i was like oh and then i found out because they work at the traders market and i found out and i did not know this it is actually your Oh, yeah. Because she, she was like, I, and I've seen this lady, like, almost every weekend that I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I, every single time I look at her and I internally go, this lady looks familiar somehow, but I've never seen her anywhere but here. And yeah. every single time I'm like, well, I guess I'm just imagining it. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I'm Ashley's aunt. And I was like, say, what? <laughs> it's a small world here. It's a small world. It's a small world after all. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your parents. Tell your goldfish and they'll tell their fish friends where maybe there's some weird person who can communicate with fish and they'll find out that way. Aqua. Just kidding. Yes. Corn on the cob. Dr. Uh, fish. Or, 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 you know, the little mermaid. You know, there's that too. You know, yeah. flounder. <laughs> But we yes, want all the mermaids to listen, please. But yes, before we make it into another rant, three, three hours, hours like three hours, we are not going for that. Okay, but we but love yes. you all. Please follow us on all of our things, and if you can give, great. If not, that is perfectly fine. You listening is giving enough. If you, can. it gives us serotonin and everything, and it gives us. So much happiness to know that you guys are listening, you enjoy this stuff, just... It makes me really happy to find out that I make other people smile. Yay! 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 That or 
I make them really angry. That makes me smile too. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, do all of that stuff. And as always, stay nerdy. And goodbye. Bye.